0: I'm Jeremy Henson, and this is Living Unleashed. Welcome back. I am Jeremy, and this is episode 72 of the Living Unleashed podcast. I'm so glad you've chosen to join us again today. Here at the Living Unleashed podcast, we are intentionally shaping our lives so that we can live the passionate life that God has designed for us, a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. In short, we want to live the abundant life that Jesus promises. Well, I'm so glad that you're winding up your week here with us today on this Friday. We have been talking all week about passion for God and how to nurture that passion and what the results of that passion are in our lives. Now, today I want to make a clarification and, and a warning of such, and that is this. It can be really easy for us to confuse passion for God with passion for religious things. Now, uh, think about that for just a second, okay? It can be easy for us to confuse passion for God with passion for religious things. Now, what that means is, is we can be passionate about our church, we can be passionate about a ministry, we can be passionate about our worship service, we can be passionate about, about our facilities, but none of those things Are the same as being passionate for God. Now, in Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, to one of the churches uh, that Jesus is telling John to write a letter to, uh, he tells the church in Ephesus that they have run into a problem. Now, the first three verses of chapter 2, it seems to describe these Christians in Ephesus as the model Christians. I mean, they're hardworking. They have perseverance, they've been defending the truth, and they've been enduring hardships. All of these are admirable traits. I mean, we would feel pleased if Jesus described us in such terms. But the letter goes on. And what we find out is that the Ephesians were missing something. Now, this something was so important that Jesus said it threatened their identity as the church. Now, what was this something? Love. Their passion for God and subsequently for others had cooled. Their passion was misdirected. Paul reminds us that without love we are nothing, no matter what else we do. In 1 Corinthians thirteen two through 3 he writes, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, i am nothing if i give all i possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love i gain nothing now god does not call us to place our passion in an institution or a system to not place our passion in those things above him now as a matter of fact any time we put something above God, it is idolatry, even if that something is our church. When our passion is passed through God's heart first, when He's the focus of our passion, we will then have the proper passion for our systems or structures, a passion that sees them as a means to change the world for Jesus. But now when they, those systems and structures and ministries are no longer able to do that, we don't defend the system above the heart of God. We continue to follow God on mission and change or completely recreate the systems and structures to reflect our passion for God and dedication to His mission above all. You see, our passion is so focused on God that even if the time comes when it's time to totally recreate what we're doing, to meet in new ways or places, when it comes time to let a a ministry be celebrated as completed while we start a new ministry, because the needs of our community have changed, and so we want to minister to them in new ways, and and ways that are relevant and vital to show them the unchanging nature of Jesus, but realizing and recognizing that how we show that changes with time. And so when our systems and structures, when our ministries and ways of doing things are no longer effective at communicating the mission of God, of fulfilling that, then we're no longer chasing after the heart of God, We're chasing after other passions. So that's why we have to keep our passion on God first. That's why we have to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. That is why we must pass all of our other passions through God's heart. And see, as we focus first on loving on God with all we are, He reshapes us. You see, when he is our number one priority, when he is the one thing we're about, then we can easily adjust on the other things. We don't have to hold to to this or that. We can restructure, retool, recreate, start new, make changes, transform, because God is still God, and he's the one we are focused on. We've talked a lot about passion for God this week. And as we wind up this week, my question is, how have you redirected your passions? Where this week have you found places where your passions were misaligned, out of place? Are you more focused now on God? What new realizations did you make about your passions? You see, as we redirect all of our passion to God, then he takes that passion and returns it in its proper form so that we can refocus on the things that God wants us to focus on, that our heart will be where his heart is in mission, and we can transform the world because we're living for him. Oh, we got an exciting week planned next week. I hope you plan on joining us. I hope you have a wonderful weekend uh, here during this Christmas season. I hope that you are getting excited with anticipation of the coming of the Christ. And as you continue to just focus your attention on God this weekend and just turn all your passion towards Him, I hope and pray that you will keep on living Unleashed. This is Jeremy, and I can't wait to see you on Monday as we continue the journey. Have a wonderful weekend.